welcome back, you guys. Episode five. We cannot believe it. We are here. We are ready. We're going to dive into some crazy things. We're going to talk about jail, prison, bad boys, gangbangers. Bad decisions in, in summary. Yeah, bad decisions. Um, and the cartel hit us up. Uh, we've gone out with you. If we went with your boss, who knows? This will be a big surprise. So let's dive into it. You guys, I'm pretty sure last week we alluded that we were going to start talking about bad boys and how, how that can uh, really not work out in your favor. Um, Corey, you want to start us off with, with a good old story? <laughs> yeah. Um, I When we originally had talked about this, I thought to myself, I was like, I don't think I've ever dated anybody that's been in prison. No. And then I was like, oh, wait. Um, To my defense. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They didn't tell me. And then just randomly one day after months of dating were like, oh, by the way, I'm on parole. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) So. Great. Great. Awesome. Thank you so much for telling me that. I love that for me. Yeah. And, you know, it. I honestly don't know how I feel about that to begin with. I don't know that I would be comfortable dating somebody that's been to prison. But um, what they had been to prison for was the real kicker. So um, Uh then hit us with it. What was what was the rap sheet? What was what did they come out with? So he had a kid and a baby mom and his baby mom apparently had a new boyfriend that he did not get along with and they had a custody arrangement where they would literally meet in a police station parking lot to exchange the child so you know red flags right there why do you need to to meet at the police station parking lot best custody agreement i ever heard of um so they're meeting at the parking lot and uh, apparently things got heated between him and his baby mom's new boyfriend. And mm. he ended up beating the crap out of him and uh, <laughs> went to prison. You know, that was right next door because they were in a prison parking lot. I know. Did he save mileage? Could have, you know, did they give him a discount? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just like walked out through the cuffs on him. Like, all right, we'll walk back inside. <laughs> yeah, we'll walk it back in. No, yeah, Tim, we still have time for that lunch break, bud. Like, it's just like, could you have been more stupid? Like, wh- why would you do that in a prison parking lot? And he was on parole for felony assault. So, you know, there wasn't another date after that one. Obviously. Obviously. Okay, so um, pro tip number whatever we're at. Don't assault people in a parking lot of a jail okay great glad we covered that one (laughs) you know we thought that would be obvious go without saying but But apparently no here the fuck we are (laughs) um okay well uh let's dive into to my good my good one um so i had gone out with this guy we've been dating a little bit and i was like whatever you know he's kind of kind of off like I couldn't tell there was something he was hiding from me I was like I don't know and this is back in California and Corey already knows like where this story goes it goes every time every time I tell her like I literally you guys I thought I was gonna marry this man like I was like I love him he is the best thing that's ever happened to me mind you okay like I had no idea so he comes up from he lived down like 
in San Diego area, so like two hours away. He drives up, stays and like gets a hotel up in Santa Clarita. And when I tell you that this man was like, let's hang out, let's hang out, whatever. So we hang out for this weekend that he's in town. And finally, finally, the secret's exposed. And I said, I feel like there's something you're not telling me. Like, I don't know. Like, ladies, trust your gut. Trust your freaking gut. Because he was hiding something. And I, he goes, uh, well, you know, I've been to, to prison. So, you know, I just escalated what Corey went through, okay? This guy's <laughs> been to jail. Homeboy went to prison, okay? prison and i was like oh cool and i'm like why you guys this guy he's like six two blonde hair bright blue eyes okay wouldn't you wouldn't think it he tells me that he got caught coming back from columbia with a little bit of snow because he was high up in the uh the cartel and I <laughs> did that stop me from spending time with him? Absolutely not. So then, then, okay, we go back and we're like, oh, we're just going to hang out. Like, I'm thinking like, okay, maybe this isn't that bad. Like, maybe this is, this isn't as bad as it is. And he's like, let's hang out. Uh, he, like I said, he had gotten the hotel, right? To stay up there. So I was like, oh, we'll just hang out in the hot tub and I'm going to head out and head home. We go down to the hot tub. Naturally, he takes his shirt off. You guys. I had never seen a real life prison dot. I did that day. He's like, I said, what is that? He goes, it's a gargoyle. No, the fuck it's not. No, it's not. Like, it looked like you've gotten a stick and poke of a gargoyle crawling on his side. Like, red flag. Red flag number one, he had been to prison. Red flag number two, he has a goat tattooed on his stomach. Like, straight satanic. I should have known. Um, You know. Uh, but, you know. That happened, so <clears throat> needless to say, we never ended up together, and uh, he never put a ring on it, so there was that. Coming full circle from having an ex afraid of goats to dating the man with the goat tattoo, so. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You got to come full circle. The irony in it all, I mean, oh, oh, do we dive into the one from Arizona where, <sighs> god i had been dating this guy it was a, uh, this is a disaster uh, well which what part of my dating life wasn't until now truly honestly if you guys haven't learned that welcome freaking to it so i'd been dating this guy and whatever things didn't work out we were like you know what maybe we'll try like later on in life whatever whatever so we talk and this is out here in arizona and we're talking and he's trying to like reconnect whatever and all of a sudden the weekend comes we've only been talking for like a week the weekend comes and he goes MIA what where'd you go like i'm thinking oh okay like maybe he's he's over it he's not into it monday morning rolls around and he calls me and i go hey i'm like what's on here and uh i'm thinking like oh, i'm gonna give him a piece of my mind like you don't know my worth <laughs> and you guys he tells me oh yeah sorry i didn't text you or respond i was serving my 24 hours in jail <gasps> oh god so yep that happened too it's just they you know 
if you're planning on turning yourself into jail, you should probably give someone a heads up that you're yeah, speaking that's, to. That's like you're talking to. Yeah. You know, hey, FYI, by the way, when I get out, <laughs> can't take you on a date because I'll have a breathalyzer in my car. You know what I mean? Like just, you know, courtesy people. Courtesy. Let someone know. <sighs> Stop getting texts, but one day just start receiving the, this is a collect call from county <laughs> prison. <laughs> All of a sudden, do you accept these charges? Let's talk about that. Actually, okay, I this is great. I wanted to bring this up. So I am sure you've seen all over TikTok and all those things, all these girls who are like, write a prisoner. And all these like accounts are like, write these guys and these guys are like bad boys. Okay, they, yeah, you guys, if you haven't learned anything from Elena's experience, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Don't do it. But I was like, this seems too far-fetched. Like, why do these people keep saying like, oh, Add me on JPay, okay? And I'm like, I don't know what that is, okay? I look it up. Corey, they have to pay money. Like you, so like you on the outside world, have to pay money to send the email to him or her. And then you have to pay money to get a response. Let's talk about it. Go ahead. like you know the the prisoner still scheming while in prison like that it's <laughs> clever you know you gotta give them the props yeah literally literally you have to pay money and they say it's like postage what to send an email so you're telling me that these girls are out there spending money putting money on this man's books just so he can write you back sis don't be that desperate you have to pay someone to respond to you um yes so Crack the case on that one. <laughs> like, you know good and well, this is the same man that had, like, the 10-woman roster when he was, like, out of prison. <laughs> For sure. Are you kidding? He probably still does. He's like, oh, inflation, baby girl. Top ramen's gone up. It's now $7. I need three women to fund me. Like, that's 100% what's happening. And these girls are all writing, I love you, poppy. <laughs> and so everybody cringes as they hear that. They're like, oh, no. Ew. <laughs> They're like, turn it off right now. Turn it off. Cut the, cut the fucking tape. Cut the tape. Like, fuck. Yeah, it would be us getting canceled like month episode two. five. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're ba- we're barely at freaking episode five, and they're like, you're done. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a true thing that they do. Apparently, you have to to pay for that. You have to put money on their books, or they can't even call you. You have and video calls and all those things that cost money. Everything's recorded, and I'm like, okay, like. I don't know about you, but, like, if I was calling my boyfriend and, like, my boyfriend's not in jail for the record. Or for son. My, my. Corey knows what my boyfriend does. The tables really have come full circle. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, like, just think, like, you're giving him a call. You're in some, like, little sexy lingerie trying to do some freaky deaky and you have, like, some guy come up next to your boy, like... You want to make that Cheeto pie later, bro? Like, I can't. I would be so mortified. But yeah, that's, that's, uh, crack the case on that one. And, you know, you know, another public service announcement. If you are dating someone in prison, don't send them sexy photos because the whole jailing staff, every other prisoner on the block has seen your sexy photos. So, um, let's not do that. That's a horrible idea. Yeah. Yeah, and they'll probably pass it around. Like, you're getting used and abused. Uh, 
No. They're going to find a way to somehow profit off your photos. Oh, 100%. You just, you just became his, you know, you're freaking a pimp's bitch. <laughs> At that point, he's out there. He's like, yeah, I'll give you my girlfriend's picture for, you know, seven packs of hot Cheetos and a few top ramen. Like, yeah. Nope. Nope. That for sure is a, who that's for sure a thing that happens there. Um, but I mean, what else can we talk about with this one here, Corey? I mean, we've never gone to a prison for the record. Corey and I have never been to prison. We've Let's... never been arrested. Shocking, I know, but it's never happened. If you know us, I thought we should have been. Shut your damn mouth. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, okay. So I was looking at stories today regarding this and someone was asking an advice question regarding, they said they're still friends with their ex. And they found out that their ex's new significant other was a convicted felon. And they said they knew for a fact their ex did not know this. And should they get involved and tell their ex that they're a convicted felon or leave it alone? Yeah. Like, is that your business or not anymore? So what what would you recommend? That's a great. Let's talk about it. What do you think the... If we have people who are listening that are in that situation, what do they do? So, I mean, it's touchy because it's an ex. I mean, Mm -hmm. if it's a friend, 100% tell your friend. Absolutely. And I think the resounding answer from others was that if you have, like, some kind of proof you could show, like, I don't know, a screenshot of their record online or whatever, then go for it. Right. But... I don't see that ending in any kind of positive way. Um, oh, yeah. I I also just don't agree with really being friends with your ex. So I guess I am not an objective party on this. Can you imagine we find out our exes are dating convicted felons? I'd be like, do you take hate money? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke, you guys. I'm, I'm joking. I'm totally joking. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But like, yeah, no, for real. What do you do? Because then too, on the flip side, like you're saying, how is it going to turn out positively for you? Like you tell your ex, like, are you expecting them to come back to you then? Like, oh, because I'm not a felon. Like, I don't know that that's necessarily what you want to do either. Yeah. I feel like nine times out of 10, they're going to take that in a, oh, like you're trying to break us up type way. Yeah. And even if you are doing it with good intentions, I guess, um, I thought maybe the best way to go about it would be to get someone else to tell them. Like if you're still Mm -hmm. friends with them, I'm assuming you're in the same friend group or something Mm -hmm. like that. And that's why you're still friends. I'm judging you a little bit, but um (laughs) get someone else in the friend group to tell them that's not you right right no yeah I mean that's true I mean like at the end of the day right I mean I mean oh god how do I say this it's public record like if you really think like oh shit somebody's kind of shifty something's kind of off you can easily google it like I had one I don't even know why I'm gonna expose this to oh god the things I remember so (laughs) I was still living back home in Santa Clarita and I had gotten a message from somebody who had gone to, um, and Corey will back me up on this. There's like how many high schools back home? Like six, six, five, six. Yeah. So, and everybody, everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody. It doesn't matter if you go to different schools. Okay. So I get this message one day from somebody who went to Hart High School and 
I didn't go there. I'm like, I don't know who you are. Sends me a message and he's like, starts trying to talk to me. And I'm thinking like, who are you? Okay. And this name, something about this name. I'm like, it sounds odd to me. Like something is off. I don't know what it is. So I Googled it. (laughs) And when I tell you that he is, um, was writing me on Facebook messenger from prison because he attacked his girlfriend and roommate with a hammer. Yeah. Who knew? The rights they give these prisoners these days. Am I right? Yeah. Just here you go, bud. Use Facebook Messenger. Don't worry about it. Okay, but you brought up like such an important thing that you should really do. You really should Google people. Oh, amen. Because that would have alleviated me from dating someone who had also been in prison. Yes. I was on a, this is so embarrassing, I can't believe I'm admitting this out loud, but I was on, I think it was Match.com a couple years ago, and Match is, you know, one of the more serious dating sites, like, they back, there's a background check and field people on it, Mm -hmm. Um, and I got a message from them, like, do not talk to this person like the message literally said like this person was not who they said they were like Mm. cease all communication with them blah 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 um well it turns out that they were you know a convicted felon for an assault against a woman and um that would have saved me a lot of trouble if i had known that ahead of time (laughs) (laughs) so so putting that on a date yeah if you're gonna go on a date google them great (laughs) yeah yeah that's i mean unfortunately like as much as you don't want to be that person and be like i'm gonna assume the worst um which is for me is like the hardest thing ever because i literally am like a glass half empty actually i'm worse like the glass has been shattered so like there has never been empty it's never been full um but like you have to kind of take those precautions because like you just don't know like you don't want to end up like me and have somebody show up and be like check out my sick gargoyle tattoo and all you're thinking is does this man have hepatitis c later <laughs> questionable like <laughs> yeah we're in an age of information you might as well take advantage of that I'm not saying to go stalk their sister and their mother on Instagram. (laughs) I'm just saying to do a simple name. Don't send your mom. Don't send uh, (laughs) your friends to go stalk her or him, whatever. But yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, I mean, the other thing, let's talk about it because you kind of touched on it. Let's talk about the whole friends with your ex. Why do we not support it? Why? You, oh, you guys could have seen Corey's face. I've never seen something more accurate. Literally, it's the most disgusted face you could imagine. Why do we not support it? Why do we not d- dive into it? I'm, I'm debating how tactically I would like to word this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I would like to say. Um, first of all, if we were friends with our exes, um, I think we would be beating each other up for that at at least or on a grippy sock vacation (laughs) at least (laughs) but i just i don't see how if you dated someone seriously with the intent of having a future with that person Mm -hmm. that you can then take another person seriously while still being friends with them 
I, I just don't understand that. And I know some people feel like, oh, you can totally be friends with exes. And for me, I, I don't see it. And I couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, I couldn't do it either. Um, I try the whole friend thing and it just, it gets real messy real quick because it's like, then if you're in a relationship and they're not, then they kind of feel weird. Like, where do they fit in? Cause they can't really be your friend and you know, damn well, your new partner is not going to be like, oh yeah, go ahead, go hang out with them. Like, you know what I mean? So then it, yeah. it becomes that awkward moment. And then it's like, and then if you become single after you date somebody, then they try and get back with you because I mean, at the end of the day, we're all human. Everybody wants what they can't have. And it it very rarely uh, works out. And just to kind of touch on what you're saying too, Corey, like I feel like for us especially, like the people that we've dated, it's an ex for a pretty damn good reason. Like going back to them is not like people aren't going to change. You know what I mean? Like it isn't like you left them because – they came home in a bad mood one day. You know what I mean? Like it isn't like this is something you guys can work out. You know, you guys broke up for a reason and you got to kind of accept that like that is what it is. And instead of going in the revolving door of a relationship of like around and around we go and uh, where we stop, nobody knows. But yeah, it just, it holds you back as well. I would say being friends with your ex, it really like, it holds you back from achieving your full potential. Like you can't date like you want to because then you feel awkward um telling them i mean i know um not to get too like deep into it Corey has a really good friend and and i know that that was difficult for him to accept as well when you started dating yeah um it's challenging i mean that that leads into the whole like having friends of another sex conversation which people also you know have various opinions on Mm -hmm. but um it's hard to date when you're still attached to somebody for sure and that was like when me and my ex first broke up we didn't solidly break up for a while we still tried to be friends and it did not go well obviously like (laughs) we fought as bad as we did in the relationship there was a lot of jealousy yep neither of us were able to fully move on because we were still had this like little safety cushion backup of that person still there that we knew we could come back to so why commit and put yourself out there and do something scary when you have the safety net right right and then going back to it too it's like if you go back to your ex like maybe it's just me i don't know correct me if i'm wrong but like i for one (laughs) I hold a lot of resentment. I'm a big grudge kind of gal. And so, like, I feel like once there's been a certain amount of damage, like, it's very difficult to go back to it, right? So the one thing that I learned from, like, when I was married, and uh, no surprise to anybody, um, we tried, you know, going to counseling, which um, I still divorced. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. But one thing that she said that, like, really resonated was, and this applies to all relationships, is that when you're with somebody, right, and, like, you get in a fight or you say something hurtful or whatever, what have you, it's like your relationship is built on this foundation, right, and it's these wooden planks. Well, every time you have a fight, imagine taking a nail, hammering it in, and then, like, yeah, you may fix it. You may talk about it. You may, like, get better, whatever. That's taking the nail out, but you're still left 
with a freaking hole in the floor. Like, so every time this happens over and over and over again, right? Whether it be different situations or, or not, those holes are left in that foundation of that relationship, whether you like it or not, you know, and it takes a lot to be able to patch a hole after it's been made. Um, and so that was something that was really eye opening to me because it's like, you know, there are points in relationships where the damage and Corey and I both can tell you if you get to a point where the damage has become too much, where it is unmendable, like you have to walk away. There's nothing more you can do. <sighs> and my personal opinion is I don't know that you can come back from infidelity. I just think that sticks with you. You're forever suspicious. Mm-hmm. And in, like Helena had said, we're Tauruses, we're grudge holders. Like, we're not letting go of that ever. Like, we're going to think about that every waking second of the day for yeah. eternity. Yeah. Even when so. you're with someone new. Even when you're with someone new. Like, for me, that was something that was, you know, surprise, surprise. That was the reason that I ended up getting divorced, amongst other things. But, and it wasn't on my part. For anybody who's trying to be like, I saw that coming. I saw that. I could tell. Now shut your damn mouth. Anywho. But yeah, no. Once you've been cheated on, once you've endured that, you have a very hard time trusting anybody ever again. Um, The one thing that to this day I struggle with, on top of the fact that I'm always convinced like I'm being cheated on, I'm this, I'm that, and the other, even though it's all in my head and I have no visual proof. Um. I really struggle with, and Corey, I want I want to know if this is the same for you. Do you struggle with trusting yourself with making decisions? Because, like, you trusted that person. Like, you thought this was your person. Like, you could have never seen this coming. And you're like, do I trust my decision-making now? Like, when it comes to relationships specifically, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I question literally everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should know this. I would like melt down every other week about stupid stuff. Like, every oh other my day, God. so we have to take breaks. I'm like, there was a period after that sentence, like he's gonna break up with me. I don't know, like it. You just turn into a psycho, honestly. But um, we have each other for that. I know we've mentioned this in the past. You know, have your venting buddy and don't be crazy mm-hmm. in front of your significant other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, But I mean, it's true. Like you're saying, I mean, and it's the same thing when it comes to like life decisions, I don't have a difficult time when it comes to relationships and, and it's, it's crazy, but I saw a thing and I wish I remembered where it was or who had wrote it. It was an article and they talked about trauma. And if you guys haven't picked up on that, Corey and I endured plenty of it. It actually changes. Like they've actually done, um, is it CAT scan or MRI? The one on your brain, whatever whatever one that is. Um, it's, it's above our pay grade. <laughs> um, but they've done those on people who have experienced PTSD, on people who have experienced traumatic relationships, being with a narcissist, um, all these different things, right? And these certain parts of the brain, the hippocampus, the um, something else I can't remember, um, your occipital lobe, all these different things actually physically change. Some of them literally end up with holes in them because of trauma. Um, and so when we're talking about, you know, is this something that you carry on with you? I feel like guys and girls going to go with mainly guys need to be understanding because it happens more often to girls than guys. But 
they're literally their their brain chemistry has changed for the rest of their life and it sucks like you wish you could go to therapy you wish you could fix it but your brain is literally changed you know for forever so it's i mean very true and um it's hard to move past and it definitely helps being with an understanding partner yes yeah it does i mean I can tell you right now from because Corey, Corey and I knew each other. Like we've talked about before, we knew each other when we were dating those people. Okay. This is long before we had ever discussed with each other, the trauma, the damage, the, any of that, this is long before that. And so Corey knew how I was back then. And I knew how Corey was. And I can honestly say to this day, we're not those people anymore. And some of it's good. Right. Some of the change is good, but the certain things that like I used to know about her back then, right. That like would make her happy. Like they don't happen anymore. They're different. Life is different, you know? And I'm sure from your point of view, for me, I'm sure it's different. I mean, sometimes you send me pictures and it's like making a welcome home from deployment sign. And it's like, I'm not her anymore. You know? Yeah. I think we definitely became less, optimistic people yes yes Um, absolutely absolutely and i don't it's of no fault of your own right like you know you have to understand that like whatever happens to you sometimes you just have to accept that like and this is one thing that Corey and i fully have accepted is like we didn't deserve what happened to us but sometimes shit things happen to good people that's literally it shit things happen to good people and it's nothing you did you can't blame yourself you can't carry it with you for the rest of your life you can't go out and date prisoners because you think that's what you're worth like it is what it is right you aren't worth what someone did to you which i think is something really important we should say i think that's a great note to end on it's not your fault and uh there's better out there and you'll you'll get past it yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. And if you guys feel like you can't, write in. Trust and believe Corey and I have plenty more things we can tell you that would probably help you with that. But we are going to wrap it up, episode five. Um, you guys, write in. We are trying to get as many people to write in as much as we possibly can. Let us know if you guys want to start having, you know, or hearing us have like some people who are guests. I mean, if it means I have to go out, God forbid, fucking say a prayer, and I have to ask people I've dated to come in and just give us a two, uh, you know, a tidbit on what it was like to date me, um, I'm down. Can you imagine? I'll just ask my actual boyfriend. Never mind. He'll tell you the fucking truth. You're not going to like it, but <laughs> um, but we are on all social media. Corey, give him the rundown. We are Sidelined PD. We are on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. That is also our email at gmail.com. hit us up you guys we are gonna dive into something a little lighthearted next week we are gonna talk about something that's honestly a little less depressing (laughs) (laughs) we're sorry if you're crying um but let's let's uh dive into something a little lighter next week and we will catch you guys on the next one we're expecting some emails you guys and if you don't Just know you're going to get played because we're over here trying to make you the referees. So we will catch you guys on the next one.